everybody, it's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs! Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning! Live, 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 to another exciting episode of Cox and Crendor in the morning. I had a thing I was going to do like at the intro and I forgot it. And now it's uh now it's too late. And this is what you did for the intro instead? Yeah. Just as good I in my <laughs> opinion. Yeah. Just as letting people know that you had something awesome planned is just as good as having something awesome planned. Yeah, it's a lot like my YouTube channel. <laughs> it would have been awesome guys, I promise, but this is what you got, so yeah. Deal with it. When's the last? Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, the last podcast we did. Yeah. I talked about how we've been doing this for like three years, right? A long time, yes. Turns out it's four years. What? Yeah, I got it wrong. Well, I mean, not in a good way. Not like a good <laughs> like. We've been doing this four years. A kid <laughs> went to high school and graduated in the time we've been doing this podcast. Damn, dude. I like to think we had influence over that child's life. I do, too. I like to think. Like we raised a, a young boy or girl. Into a into a man and a woman. Yep. We did a good and job. Ready to conquer the world. Yes. Yes. As a barbarian warlord, we've raised, <laughs> we raised a young Genghis Khan, and I'm very proud of it. <laughs> now they can get over the Great Wall. Yes, with their dragons or whatever is attacking Matt Damon. Great Wall of Life. Have you seen that movie trailer? Because it is amazing. I did see that movie trailer. That was one <laughs> of the best, I think, trailers I've ever seen in my I life. Need, I need to go see that movie. I want to go see how Matt Damon defeats the Mongolians. I assume mm. they're the Mongolians in this movie. I thought the- it was... Uh, the Oh, this is Osama bin Laden. What? Isn't it? Oh, wait, that's the other Nick Cage movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> what? You had me totally confused. No, yeah, no. Matt Damon's movie oh, is... Oh, the Matt Damon movie. I, yeah, I Yeah, where he goes... He, All the yeah. demons are flying around and shit, and they're like, whoa! It's, like, yeah, it's an interesting choice to make Mongolians into giant dragon creatures, but yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not against it. I'm, I'm not, not against that interpretation of history. Yeah, let's just take parts of history and just swap it out for crazy stuff. No, the thing you're talking about is the trailer that I showed you for the movie Army of One. Yeah. Where Nick Cage is a crazy man who thinks God tells him to go kill Osama bin Laden. <laughs> and he does. He goes to kill Osama <laughs> bin Laden with a samurai sword. Hell yeah, dude. And it that- is <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever seen, and I want to see that movie. I imagine it will be terrible, and I cannot wait. Hell yeah. It's like Nick Cage, but he's acting just weird. He's like, oh, golly gee, watch out. They're putting laser beams in your head, and I've got to go kill Osama Laden. Like, that's. Yeah, normally he's playing like normal Nick Cage, where he's like, we got to go find Osama bin Laden. But now he's like, we got to go find Osama bin Laden. Yeah, he has a voice. Like, he's putting on a voice, which. Yeah. Y'all don't even know. He's putting on a voice. He looks like Santa Claus. It is. My absolute favorite thing I've ever seen in the world. We need to make a point to watch this for the next podcast. All right. I agree. 
I tried to look it up. It is definitely not in theaters right now. Uh, I tried to see how much it would cost to watch it online. They want twelve dollars and ninety nine cents. What? It's not even like yeah, it's not even like two ninety nine to rent it. It's twelve dollars. <laughs> this is a movie that is twelve dollars to rent. This is. Okay. What? What? <laughs> what? All right, so it's got a twenty-nine did you on Rotten Tomatoes. Did you, did you take off and fly away? What was that? <laughs> yeah, You're I like, went around looking for meow. movie theaters. They're showing it, but I couldn't find any. None, because there are none. Wait, it's on. You can rent it on Amazon for six dollars. Oh, okay. I saw it on YouTube for twelve. Yeah, six dollars on Amazon. Done. That's how I'm gonna watch it. Yep. That's how I'm, I'm gonna, gonna watch, watch it, it too. for six dollars on Amazon. And it will be worth all $6. Oh, it will. It will. It will. Oh, yeah. I feel like I like we just how... keep saying it. It will, in fact, be worth $6. I think my favorite part is it's like released in theaters November 4th on DVD, November 15th. <laughs> it's 11 days later. Like, well, yeah, it's, it's run its course. I Yeah, I love that it was <laughs> released in theaters. What theaters, though? Yeah. Where, like... Are Probably these like the same one... theaters that show porn still? It's like, what kind of, <laughs> what theater was this? Probably like one, like, hip movie place in L.A. No, nope, like... not here. I looked it up. Trust me. There was no place in L.A. that had Shit, it. What if Nick Cage has his own movie theater? <laughs> it was like, re- Cage Theaters. Released, released in theaters. <laughs> it was just his house. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, I live in a theater. <laughs> Nick, you gotta go home, man. You gotta go home. He's like, No. <laughs> I also just saw, I was just saying four years, but it's three days to the day. November 19th, 2012 was our first ever podcast. Wow. That's so long ago. It's like a magical journey. It was. This was a magical journey into the depths of despair and hopelessness. (laughs) Now, (laughs) Nick Cage. (laughs) Speaking of of hopelessness (laughs) and despair. There is a movie worse than this. It has worse ratings. What? And Nick Cage is, well, I gotta link this, Men of Courage. Nick Cage is like a Navy captain or admiral. Uh-huh. There's a 9%. How does, how does any movie like this get a 9%? Nick Cage, Tom Sizemore, and Tom Jane star in the harrowing tale real-life American heroes shipwrecked in shark-infested waters in the waning days of World War II. Yo, is this that story that um, all these dudes got eaten by sharks? Oh, shit, is it? I think, isn't there, like, some infamous story about how these guys, uh, their ship was destroyed and most of the crew escaped into the water, but because there were sharks in the water, most of them were eaten by the sharks? Isn't that, like, a famous story? I don't know. And, like, guys were, like, in the water, and they saw their friends get pulled down, and they were like, oh, my God. Like, isn't that – I seem to recall this being a huge story. All I know is Chris Bumbray says, one can't help but be mortified for Cage. A bargain basement would be World War II epic with hilariously poor CGI and an abysmal script. This sounds but like, perfect. is the CGI of sharks eating people? Or is, like, that the end – like, I don't want to – look. I'd watch this movie, but I'm afraid that I'm going to watch a movie of just sharks eating men, and I'm not okay with this. Yeah. I'm not okay with things eating people. So, 
That's that's where I draw the line. Dinosaurs can eat people because they don't exist. But like sharks, they could get me. I could be in the water. They could eat me. That's now here's nope. a review for it on Amazon. This is a review right here. Okay. Do not miss viewing this one. Very good account. This is all caps. Very good film. I personally know Sergeant Edgar Harrell, USMC indie survivor, and he confirms that this movie is accurately tells the story of the history of the USNS Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Ooh. Is it doesn't mean USS Indianapolis? Yeah, but he typed USNS. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> I looked it up and I was like, this, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay, so between uh, midway between Guam and uh, Lete Gulf, mm-hmm. hit by two torpedoes from a Japanese submarine, the survivors uh, m- of the 1,196 on board, 900 made it into the water. Uh, shark attacks began with sunrise. Of the first day and continued until the men were physically removed from the water almost five days later. Damn! Shit, dude. I do find it funny how this movie as well came out on DVD a month ago and it just went into theaters five days ago. That they would put be... it on DVD first. That would be exactly every Nick Cage movie ever. Yes. <laughs> oh, here we go! Yeah, here's what? the crazy shit. All right. So it says here, of those 900 who made it into the water, only 317 made it out alive. Oh, my God. Almost five days of constant shark attacks, starvation, terrible thirst, suffering from exposure and wounds. Most of those dudes died. Damn. Shit, dude. That's horrifying. I don't want to. I don't even want to imagine what that looked like. I don't either. Just like, we're... we're like, it's floating in the water, and then people just start vanishing. Like, well, this is the worst. Do you remember that movie with Nick Cage as a, fu- as a fugitive Chinese prince and his sister enlists the aid of two war-weary crusaders to help um, them defeat their Do I remember brother? it? I watched it twice. What? You watched it twice? Yes. Dude, I never saw that Didn't movie. Didn't you watch that with me? No. Get out of town. You totally did. Oh, we watched the one where he was like a, a mob or some shit. Oh, we didn't watch the one where he and um uh, and uh, uh Hayden oh God. Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Oh, maybe I watched it and told you about it. Oh, we talked yeah. about it on this podcast. Yeah, but now it says it's on Netflix. Oh my God, you need to watch it. You need to watch it. It is yeah. a phenomenal film. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna watch that. That's a no doubter. That's a no-doubter. That's a no-brainer right there. That's a no-doubter right there, I tell you what. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, Gwen Stefani. It's no doubt. Yeah, ain't no hollaback, girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I talked about this on the Collaptional Podcast, but I got to talk about it here. Okay. So, I need to tell you about Chris and Bruce again. Who <laughs> are Chris? I don't remember this story at all. all right, I might so, have been on drugs when you were talking about this yeah, at the, on the podcast. Okay. So, uh, the day after we went to Disneyland, yes. we had to get our lift back. So we got this one guy. His name was Chris. <laughs> and Chris was from, uh, was it Connecticut? He's from Connecticut. He is a mortician scientist. And so he was studying to be a mortician? No, like he is a mortician or scientist like as his job. But what does that like, mean? What does that mean? I don't know, but he's like, I'm looking made it up. Great Mort- money. Mortician <laughs> scientist. 
scientist? Morticianer scientist, yeah. Morticianer, Morticianer, what, what was he exactly? Mortuary science. The study of deceased bodies through mortuary work. So he worked at a, at a mortuary? Yeah. So he was like a funeral director, is kind of what you're saying. Yeah. Well, why'd you say no? But I was like, is that what he is? And you're like, no, he's a scientist. Like, well, that's what he called it. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what he actually did. I was just like, ah, oh, cool, I'm going to lift. And this guy says he did mortuary science. Okay. Uh, and then he's like, so I was doing that, and I have my own hockey thing going, so I love hockey. And then uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my wife died. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and he's like, so then I moved to L.A. to just get away from it all, you know? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, so now I just do hockey and drive Lyft. And we're like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, now. Wait, how old is this guy? Probably like mid to late 40s. Oh, all right. So he's not like an old, old dude. No, he's not like an old guy. He also kind of sounded like... Canadian. He had like a Canadian, like weird accent. Like, hey there. But All right. Well, for the rest of the story, I'm gonna need you to use that accent. <laughs> All right. So he's more talking like this, you know. <laughs> yeah, I got. <laughs> and uh, I got a friend who plays pinball machines. Yeah, his name. You know, his name's not important, but he he has a collection of pinball machines. But you know, the only type of pinball I machine I the machines I care about. It's the ones where a hot broad's playing them. What? That's what he said. Wait, what? Yeah. He said his friend collects pinball machines, but the only kind of pinball machines he likes are the one where a hot broad is playing them. Quote a hot quote. broad. A hot broad's playing them. A hot broad. Are you sure he didn't kill his wife? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I just wanted to get to the airport. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, I like those... Pinballs with the hot broads. <laughs> so he was like, what time's your flight? And we were like 1045. And he was like, you know what? It's going to be tricky, but we're going to get you there in uh, 20 minutes less. So we're like, okay. And he's like, you know what I hate? People that uh, tell me that I don't know my way around this city. And I was like, oh. And he's like, yeah, I got these people coming in my car. And they're like, Hey, how about you just follow the GPS? And I'm like, hey, I know where I'm going. I live here, all right? All right, buddy? And he's like, oh, my God, let me tell you about this guy named Skyler. He's <laughs> 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 so like, God, I hate Skylers so much. You ever meet a Skyler? And I'm you like, just uh, find a guy who had a beef with a guy named Skyler? I guess so. He's like, <laughs> back in Connecticut, in the East Coast... Everywhere I've been, I've never met a Skyler. Then I moved to this city, and there's Skylers everywhere. This guy, there's a Skyler the other day. He brought his surfboard to my car, and he's like, Hey, bro, can I put my surfboard on top of your car? And I'm like, No, you can't, Skyler. And he was like, Oh, oh man, I'll get another lift then. And I was like, God, I hate Skyler. <laughs> and then he's like, I got another Skyler, and he had a pet dog he brings everywhere and i'm like oh are you like in the service are you blind you need your dog he's like no i'm just part of this new program where i'm just lonely so i bring my dog everywhere and i was like that's so stupid <laughs> here's the thing i'm not gonna lie i that's how i imagine skylar's to be like if someone said yeah. imagine a person named skylar yeah that i would say they have a dog a support dog yeah. 
a surfboard, yeah, and live in L.A. Those would be the three things I would definitely include in the – oh, and most likely blonde. Yeah, definitely blonde, blonde. Like very attractive blonde hair. Like too attractive, like he definitely like washes, rinses, repeats. He's definitely mm-hmm. that guy. Like he is flawlessly yeah. – like he's a very attractive young man – but also a total douchebag. That's how I imagine yeah. Skyler. Mm-hmm. I don't so... think I've ever met a fat Skyler. I don't oh, think there's no, such a thing. Not. There's never it's... been a fat Skyler. Never. never. Never in the history of mankind. Never. Uh, so he went on his Skyler rant. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then he was like, you know what else I hate? Everybody in this city is just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's not wrong either. This guy sounds totally right. I'm with him. I'm I'm with you, dude. And he's just like, yeah, uh, they they call all the street signs like the 405, the 505, the 552. He's like, how about we just say 405 to 54 to whatever? Like he had a he had a problem with them putting the in front of the highway number. He has another big beef, and so I was like, I bet Skyler did that, and he's like, yeah, I bet he did. <laughs> Fucking Skyler. <laughs> and so then he talked about his girlfriend. He's like, yeah, I met my girlfriend out here and she's a total babe. And uh, and she makes cookies, but she's one of the L.A. people. So like she's she's a bit dumb. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, she just doesn't think sometimes, you know, like this dude was straight out of like Canadian Wayne's world. I wish i was in the car with you i would have loved to talk to this guy he sounds like we could have been great friends mm-hmm. and not that i would just use him for laughter but <laughs> i would have i would have used him for the laughs wherever like you're this. at mortuary science man know that i love you so that was chris great guy uh then we got out of the lift we got to the airport We're like all right don't have to talk to anyone anymore then we get on the plane and on the plane, there's a guy sitting next to me who was, like, in his probably mid to late 50s uh, and very large man. He's almost like Danny DeVito without facial hair. Get out. Hair. Why it's, do you have the best life? <laughs> I would like, have loved to sit next to that guy. Imagine Danny DeVito, no facial hair and, like, bald. That was this guy. Go and on. So, we're sitting Wait, there. do you think Dane DeVito has facial hair? I thought he did. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, he doesn't. All right. Imagine Danny DeVito just bald. Just That's Danny DeVito guy. just bald. But Danny DeVito yeah. is bald. No, he's got like, like are hair you sure in the you back just of his sitting head. Next... So does Danny DeVito. No, I'm saying Danny DeVito does. This guy didn't. Are you sure this guy wasn't just Danny DeVito? Are you sure you weren't just sitting next to Danny DeVito? I may have been sitting next to one of his relatives. Is there a possibility that you were just (laughs) sitting next to Danny DeVito? I'm telling you, this guy could pass as Danny DeVito's brother. Okay. So, sitting next to him, and the the Virgin America lady comes on the speaker thing, and she's like, Hello, everyone, and welcome to flight two blah-blah from L.A. to Chicago. Says, hey, we will be... And he just turns to me, and he's like, (laughs) What, is this bitch high? (laughs) what yeah word for word he said is this bitch high and i was like wait 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 wait. 
All she did was announce where you guys were going. Yeah, but she was like kind of saying like, hello, everyone. She was trying to be calming. Yeah. I was like, yeah, she's probably trying to be calming. And he's like, she sounds like she's <laughs> one of those like strippers, you know? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, yeah. So, uh, you know what I'm talking about. What do they call those girls? Those, what do they name? Like, uh, like, uh, what's a stripper name? And I was like, uh, Diamond Jade. And he's like, Diamond Jade. <laughs> Diamond Jade. That's her name. And I was like, I just want to watch ESPN. And not talk to anyone for four hours and then be home. And now this guy's talking to me. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, my name's Bruce. Good to meet you. Uh, so I'm going Bruce to... Bruce DeVito. Sh- he's like, I've lived in West LA. I've lived in all parts of LA my whole life. West California. And, you know, I'm going to Chicago because my mom lived there. She died. And, uh... You know, I'm going to a funeral there, and then I'm also doing a business deal. So I was uh, like, oh, all right, yeah. Cool. And then he's like, I sell coffee trucks. What? Yeah, Wait, so what? He sells coffee trucks. Pause. Like food trucks. What? Okay. But coffee. Yeah, so, but I always assumed that food trucks were sort of like a chef and some friends got together and bought a truck and then made it. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think that there was just a guy who goes around selling coffee. You meet the most interesting <laughs> people. <laughs> so, he's like, yeah, so we go to, like, various places in Hollywood. The actors and everyone need coffee. They set up shop, and then they make money. And that's what they do. So I was like, oh, that's really cool. How'd you get into that? And he's like, long story. And I'm like, well, we got four hours on a plane. And you're just talking to me, so I might as well listen. And he's like, so, (laughs) I used to deal coke. (laughs) 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 That did not go the way I thought it was going to go. So I was just like, (laughs) all right, this is going to be an interesting plane ride. So he's like, yeah, I used to deal coke back when I was younger, your age. And he's like, uh, speaking of which, I used to sell coke to a doctor that looked like you. And I was like, uh, okay. And he's like, yeah, he had to study late at night. He had to stay up late. So he just sold him coke. And uh, I don't think he does it anymore, but uh, he got it. He's a doctor now. He's like, yeah, just looks, he looks just like you. So uh, here's what he said. He used to deal coke in West L.A., and then he was one of the biggest coke dealers in in the whole city. I don't, uh, I don't know. I imagine that's anywhere. a cartel boss somewhere. I don't know that that is this guy. <laughs> so he's like, well, this is apparently back in the late seventies, early eighties. Uh huh. So okay. He did that. He's like, I could get any women. I could go anywhere I want. But he's like, let me tell you something. That life, it's a dangerous life. A lot of liars, a lot of people that aren't afraid to take you out for lying, and a lot of people (laughs) that are trying to find themselves that haven't found themselves yet, and that's what I was. And I was like, when did you find yourself? (laughs) Why would you? I would have just turned and looked at my screen like, well, that is a good story. (laughs) 
best part was I still had my earphones in. And he's like, you got to keep those earbuds in? And I was like, I guess not anymore. <laughs> Wait, so what did he say? So <laughs> he said he, he found himself when he met his wife. And his wife introduced him to God and helped him get clean. And he's been clean for 27 years or something. And he's like, so funny story about my coffee business. It used to be a front for my drug business. So <laughs> he had a, like a car detail shop and he would sell his drugs there. And he had it. So he like started getting actual people coming in. So he hired some people to actually do detailing in cars and stuff. And then after he stopped doing drugs, he was like, you know what? I'll just turn this place into a real car detail thing. And he did that. And then after a while, he found coffee truck or just food trucks. And he's like, what if I sold coffee out of them? And then he just started a giant coffee truck business. Uh, I, <laughs> I just need to ask a question. All right. Do you think in the back of his mind he ever considered that you would be talking about this mm-hmm. on a podcast? Not at all. Because I wonder if right now there isn't some federal authority listening and it's like, oh, was that big Bruce Brokowski, the leader, the leader of the West Coast he blood gang? He truly kingpin. Yeah, there's like, we finally found him. He's in Chicago. <laughs> I mean, he's back in L.A. now, so you can fall on. Oh, well, all right. Um, so, yeah, Bruce did all that, and he's like, one thing I learned from my from all this stuff so you don't trust a liar, and that's why I'm not voting Hillary Clinton. Well, he should be happy then, I guess. <laughs> yep. Uh, so he said that, and then he went on to talk about his family. So he's like, I got a son. He's your age. He loves video games. He likes that one that just came out. And I was like, Call of Duty. And he's like, yeah, he says it's not that good. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, got a daughter. She's great. She took all my looks. Can you tell? <laughs> and, then he el- and then he elbowed me. Like one of those like old like great uncle elbows where they're like, you know what I'm saying? And just like do the yeah, elbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he did that like every 10 minutes. He'd be like, she took all my looks. That's why I'm fat and bald. <laughs> and I was like, right. Uh, <laughs> and then they brought our drinks and he's like, hey, we'll get some shots. And I was like, what? And he's like, I'm just kidding. And then he elbowed me again. I'd like to imagine this guy definitely still does drugs and deals drugs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like he, to think that, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the version of his story where he... <laughs> I like the idea that out of those coffee trucks, he still sells drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and he was trying to hint at you the entire time. You know what I'm saying? As he keeps elbowing you. He's like, yeah, I found God, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> And so uh, then he showed us his daughter. He's like, this is my daughter. She goes to college. She's She was bulimic, but she fought through it. I was like, all right. <laughs> Shouldn't laugh at that. And then, uh, and then he showed us his house. He has a swimming pool. It was like a million-dollar house in L.A. Coffee truck business paying off, apparently. Of course he does. Of course he has yeah. that. And then... uh. Then he knows as bad. Then he just ranted about business stuff, and then as that he's like, "Do you know where this place is in Chicago?" I'm like, "No," and he's like, "Ah, oh, I gotta Google it then." 
He was going to rely on you. <laughs> I know. He was like, look, if you know your way around, hop in my coffee truck. I'll help, you help me deal some some drugs around here. And then he's like, where's the rental car place? I'm like, I don't know. I live here, so I don't rent a car. And he's like, oh, damn. <laughs> See, that was also upsetting to him. And, Did uh, he follow you off the plane? He's just like, no. hey, if you want to have a good time, well, look me up. Well, he did uh, follow uh, us off the plane and then was like, good talking to you. And he like shook our hands and left. Oh, well, that's, I mean, I am mad that you didn't follow through on this story. Yeah. Because in my mind, it is nothing but a fun adventure that you guys would have gone on. <laughs> I agree. That would have been a fun adventure. Like a fun, a fun little... Crendor's family vacation where you would have gone with this guy and you would have gotten into all sorts of fun trouble, but not like trouble, trouble, but maybe the police would get involved trouble, but they'd be like, oh, we're just going to give you a slap on the wrist this time. Yeah, and he'd be like, see, I told you, they do coke too. <laughs> I know everybody does coke. <laughs> everybody does coke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was one day. All right, well, if that is enough Crendor story time. <laughs> I think we should go to Chapter Cup of the Sky with Crendor. Crendor, how's that traveling out there? Uh, hey, Chapter Copter is getting a little cold because it's getting colder outside. Uh, but there's still traffic. Traffic does not stop. I tell you what, unless it was a zombie apocalypse or something, then it would probably stop. But luckily, it is not yet. So, uh, looks like the 303. It's going to be backed up to the 405, to the 505, to the 605, to the 705. The 805 looks like it'll be clear for another two minutes. So if you are listening, take that detour. Uh, and then the 905, that's just always backed up. Uh, anyway, uh, if you also look down there, you will see a man running around on a beach with a chainsaw. Uh, and it looks like he is fighting zombies. So that is not good. The zombie apocalypse has started. I would get into your houses, board them up, and uh, hopefully someone finds a cure. Back to you. I'd just like to point out that after that, the first dude you met in the car has driven off the road. <laughs> you said the 405 to the one. You said that. You said the so many times. He ran oh, yeah. people. He ran off the road. He definitely did. Into a farmer's market. He has. He, <laughs> That is in the zombie apocalypse. That is people fleeing his wrath as he drives down the Venice boardwalk. Running down Oh, God, it's horrifying. Yeah, yeah, he's done. He's done. He's like, mortuary science never prepared me for this. (laughs) And weather. What's happening in weather? Weather. Let's kick it over to the main man, Robot Wappy. Wappy activated. Seven, one, two, four, three. Fort Necessity, Louisiana. 64 degrees. Clear. Feels like 64 degrees. Fahrenheit. High. 48 degrees. Low. 48 degrees. UV index. Zero of ten. <laughs> uh, what Come happened on. there? He had a hiccup. Tonight, 48 degrees. 10% humidity. Thursday. High. 82 degrees. Zero percent chance precipitation. Uh, Wappy is Fort a uh, Fort necessity a fort. Wappy is not Google. <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah, he's off. He's almost back to normal. Oh, so close. So very, very close. close. Now. 
that England trip really messed him up. What happening with sports? Sports. Uh, welcome to the sports desk. We got some crazy stuff. So since the last time we uh, we saw all the things. Oh, is this? Uh, hold on. World. Let me go fall asleep for an hour while you talk about the Cubs. Cubs have won the World Series. Hell is frozen over. The end of the world is near. Zombie apocalypse is happening. We can all die happy. Uh, I mean, so yeah, the Cubs won the World Series. Not Cleveland fans. <laughs> well, they won basketball. It's fine. <laughs> they they can, they're already, they already died happy. The fans who were <laughs> yeah. in the audience, zombies. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. uh, so yeah, that's all happening. And now it's just it's all kicking over to hockey and basketball. We're in the hockey basketball land, and uh, Cleveland's still doing well. They're nine and one. The random Chicago Bulls are seven and four. Uh, and what do you mean the random Chicago Bulls? Well, because they got rid of like half their team, and then they added See, more people. Found people on the street. Like, do you want to be on the Bulls? <gasps> Can I wear Jordan's jersey? Well, luckily one of them was Dwayne Wade, so that helped a lot for them to be good. <laughs> one of those random people. One of the <laughs> random people they found on the street just happened to be uh, Dwayne Wade. Yeah, so Bulls are actually doing well, and then Derrick Rose and Noah went to the Knicks, and they're doing badly, which I knew would happen because they're not good, and they get injured a lot. And I was like, thank God. So now the Bulls are at least somewhat watchable. Uh, and then hockey. Yeah, some crazy stuff going on. You got the New York Rangers in first place and the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, and then in the West, you got the Blackhawks and the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, all, uh, all up at the top of that list. Looks like the Kings are not doing that great. They're yeah, okay. but the Ducks, they fly together. Quack, quack. Yeah, the Ducks fly together. Uh, and that's, uh, that's hockey and the sports. Awesome. All right, what is our big news story of the day? Uh, here's some. Aspiring weatherman started forest fire to get Facebook views. That sounds like something a weatherman would do. Yeah, it's, uh, that's I don't trust point. weathermen. <laughs> I never have and I never will. <laughs> uh, ninja caught on camera stealing katana sword. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's not only is he so bad of a ninja that he doesn't even have a katana, he also got caught trying to get the katana. <laughs> oh, poor ninja. Let's see. Then there's doctors remove wedding ring from man's penis. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, it removed a wedding ring from his penis. There's a lot of questions I have. Just a lot. Right, right, let's read how this big one. how big is this man's fingers to begin with? Is this right. I, I know what's gonna happen. Crendo, I know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be one of those stories where we read it and by the end of it I'm gonna still have just as many questions yep. and none of them will be answered because no one writes the news anymore. No one does their job. <laughs> no one does a good job reporting the true facts that we need to know. Yeah. Um, 28-year-old South African man endured a rare case of penile strangulation after squeezing his wedding ring around his sex organ for erotic reasons. The unnamed I'm sorry. man... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. For erotic reasons? <laughs> yeah, erotic reasons. I would like to know... <laughs> I'd like to know the situation... Where you do it for non-erotic reasons. <laughs> yeah. Normally you do like, it for non-erotic reasons. Like, this one. 
I just, I had to pee really badly. I didn't think I was going to make it. So I tied it off with my wedding ring. Hopefully it'll work. Like, what is the, what is the non-erotic, like, what is the non-erotic reason for that situation? God damn it. I mean, uh, I'm just saying, you feel like true. it would all be erotic. It doesn't matter what you're doing with it. If you're sticking a wedding ring on your dick, it's automatically erotic. The well, scenario of you sticking a <laughs> wedding ring, the symbolism of it, automatically erotic. Automatically. There is no situation where you're just like, man, my 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 wiener itched so badly that I scratched it with my wedding ring and it got stuck. Or there's not like, I want to see how big my fingers were, so I sized it up <laughs> against my dick. There's no there's no non-erotic situation. Uh well, he says he is using it as a penis ring. Of course, to heightened sure. sexual response, but the ring caused the man's penis to swell up so much he was unable to remove it. How big patients... are this man's fingers? These uh, are things I need to know because this is this is either the most impressive story ever or the least like the most embarrassing for this guy. Either we're about to learn something incredibly embarrassing about this man, or his fingers are huge, and it's an, it's an incredibly impressive story. Yeah, I agree with that. That's got to be... I don't even know. Why is no uh, one doing the <laughs> deep dive that we need for this article? We need finger pictures. <laughs> we need pictures of this <laughs> man's fingers. When the patient's mother brought him into the hospital, uh, his penis was erect and blue. Wait! At wait! Pause! Right. The patient's mother? <laughs> yeah. Where's the patient's wife? <laughs> Probably like, why would you put our wedding ring... I imagine if he did it for erotic purposes, she might be involved. That's true. What? The, so. What? <laughs> this story has so many layers. Oh my Already. god! So many layers. Why is so the many mom there? Turns. Out of all the people he could have gone to, he's like, "Mom, I got my <laughs> wedding ring stuck on my wiener." <laughs> oh, son, not this again! Come on. <laughs> we'll get you to the hospital. Oh no! Or this could be an incredibly sad story in that. He divorced his wife, and the only way that he can get off anymore is by using the wedding ring, and he lives with his mom. Oh, no, the story just took a really sad turn. Well, it just says the patient was given antibiotics. Oh, wait, the doctors eventually made multiple puncture aspirations with a syringe and a pink needle to reduce swelling. patient was given antibiotics oh, and painkillers. Oh, my God. It takes more than a few punctures to get, me to get rid of my swelling, if you know what I'm saying, elbow jab. Bruce and I would have got along. Bruce and I would have got along. <laughs> my, so it takes more than just just punctures to get rid of my swelling, right, Bruce? Hey, let's go do some coke in the back of my car. Classic Bruce, dude. Classic that Bruce. Guy, that guy knows a thing or two about coke. It's <laughs> <laughs> no good, like other news stories. I think that's I think that's the best story we can do. I think there's. I don't think we need to do another story. Yeah, I think, I think I think that's that that nailed it. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, uh, I went to check Yahoo News just because that's what we did like four years ago. But Yahoo News has gotten way too like serious about their news. Oh, well, that's bullshit. It's what's what's like, the silliest thing on Yahoo News right now? It's all just dumb like serious news things, like seven things that trigger Alzheimer's disease. <laughs> like, no, I want to see like seven things about the McRib. 
what we happened already to did that, that though. We've already been down that path. I know that, but I want to see more of those from Yahoo. That's what I, I expect. Want, I just want more articles about McRibs. <laughs> I feel like there are not enough news sites dedicated to the McRib, which is back now, by the way. I was driving past the McDonald's and saw the McRib in the window and was like, it has begun. <laughs> so that means there's only one thing you need to do. Everyone needs to go out and get a McCox and Crendor. Yeah, you got to go get a McCox and Crendor. You get, go. what was it again, the McRib and then the jalapeno McChicken? Yeah, you no, know, jalapeno cheeseburger inside the McRib. Oh, yeah. Or jalapeno the McRib was inside the... It, you can decide if it's a Cox and Crendor or a Crendor and Cox. <laughs> yeah, it's just depending You on can decide one. which one of us is the McRib and which one of us <laughs> is the jalapeno burger. I'll let you decide. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Yahoo News sucks now. That's all I got. All right, well, there you go. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode soon. And as always... Well, to be continued.